1: To the nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters, the old heads, talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain, yo. We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat, to uh. expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need, uh, please, uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers, learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest, yes. Please sit back and relax, because we're going to hit you with them stoke facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the masters of the nerdiverse welcome to masters of the nerdiverse where we always have such sites to show you i'm of course your host mike g and you can always find our podcast on itunes stitcher spreaker soundcloud youtube the lost planet of thundera just make sure you don't run into Mumra or Monkeyan. Those are the only two villains I remember from Thundercats for some reason.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's the Lunatics, but don't ask me to to list any of them. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, just that's all I got. Any further, and I just start, my nose starts bleeding blood at that point. I'm think, <laughs> thinking way too right. hard. Oh, man. Definitely happy to have back to the show Winter, man. How you doing? Well,
2: I'm yeah. doing great, you know, it's been a, a long day, but it's, I, uh, like, what what they shared out the last week's episode, people were like, you gotta do more of that, ah. so I'm glad that uh, I can finally do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> I, I found this to after. be a very therapeutic outlet, you know what I mean, doing this show. Right. It's just like, get all this stuff off your chest over the past week and just be able to talk to someone about it. And you just feel good, you know. I'm happy that you're getting a well reception because you're actually great. So I definitely thank you for being back on the show. Thank
2: you. And it's even though it's like things that I would normally uh, wouldn't like talk about, you find them you find the very interesting news articles that I <laughs> haven't even heard about. I, I've, uh, I'm always in deep into the, uh, like the internet verse, reg- right. In regards to like YouTube stuff, but then uh, or like video games. Like yeah we man. Can, yeah well like i'll um I'll wait till how with your week,
1: yeah before man Before you go. no, me. no worries, yeah, just know that I scour about seven or eight different news outlets every single time, okay, just to see if there's any yeah. like changing information or maybe something that was left out of another site, so it's I comb wow. through a couple of them to get the news, and as you can tell, news has been kind of slow this time of year, it's just usually it's like uh five or six different articles but it's like two or three or four so, but that's fine
2: okay
1: you know what i mean it makes for a lean I show didn't...
2: yeah i didn't realize that there was like a an off time for like uh nerd news <laughs> uh, this is like why did, why can't we get ea back in the news let <laughs> he AEA <laughs> to do something. That's
1: for all the like, wrong uh, reasons.
2: but <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's, let, let's get him to like, you know what? We we're tired of listening to the fans. We're gonna do go, a complete reversal. Just go back to the original game.
1: Yeah, just go to what, just go to the gaming Dark Ages. You know, yeah, I hope you guys like NBA Live 2005 because that's all we're gonna put out for the next three years. <laughs> just specifically that year, over and over again.
2: Or like the, what they'll do is like we have a lot of games like shooter games that go like World War II because that's like a classic shooter era oh, game. Oh jeez, yeah. They, like, will there be a time for like sports games? Will they go to like the the origins of football and it's just a bunch of like college <laughs> people without any That would be so
1: lame. Can you imagine like the origins <laughs> of baseball? It's just a bunch of dudes <laughs> in the desert, like <laughs> just, just oh, trying figuring it out.
2: What you know? I wanted is the origins of hockey, which is just like eh, you like you have to be careful on the on the ice or you'll fall
1: through. And You and might you die. <laughs> yeah. Geez, it'll be like uh, this. There was this game back in the day on the on the Genesis called Arch Rivals, where it was a uh, mix of like pit fighter and like basketball, where you could punch the guy to get the ball from them, like and you could fight on the court. So I wanted like a mixture of like uh of like uh need for for speed underground and like hockey where there's there's, like all types of pitfalls on the ice and a polar bear can just come up and grab you and drag you under the water if you're not careful and and (laughs) there could be like slapstick multipliers nice and and have like a mighty ducks dlc that'd be sick dude (laughs) do the flying v man that's money
2: do you watch hockey at all? Or... No,
1: I try. Uh, no, I. I have a friend that's a diehard Ducks fan, so I go to the games wherever and wherever she invites me. Yeah, but, uh, but I try. I it's I understand what hockey <laughs> is. Okay. And I understand it's a pill. It's just something that, ah, uh, I just I, I was never a real Kings guy. I was never, right. you know, really into it. All I like. I do like the New York Rangers because they're just like saying, Rangers, Rangers. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's as far as I've I've, yeah. uh, I've expressed my hockey love. But uh,
2: I, I thought you were about to say that you're a Rangers fan because Kevin Smith is one. And then oh. I'm like, I'm going to have to disconnect. <laughs> 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 Immediately. <No longer> time.
1: <laughs> thank, you, thank you for your time. Goodbye, right? Yeah. No. I try not to, I really try every day not to model my life after Kevin Smith. So nothing against the guys. Just no. Yeah. Even Je- I, Yeah.
2: Yeah, you like there's I I don't get it. I have a lot of friends who are like um uh, it, it's I would call it virtue signaling, going, Oh I'm such a hipster I watch Kevin Smith's videos. <laughs> sort of thing Uh, so that it it lets the other people in the room know that they're that they're woke individuals oh (laughs)
1: gee what world are we living in where kevin smooth movies equals woke you know what i'm saying like yeah has anybody seen like don't get me wrong i love clerks i love dogma even though it's very polarizing i love chasing amy you know what i mean i like i like those movies but man I, I liked a,
2: Red State
1: myself. I, you know what? I've never seen Red State. It's one of those where I just was like, uh, I don't. It, it seems taxing. You know, it's
2: right?
1: Just, the the right. show seems ta- it seems like a drag. It's just ugh. I need to watch it. This is it's on my list. And I saw oh. Tusk, and I was just was like, oh, jeez. You know,
2: you know the origin story of Tusk. Yes, it was like, on okay. the.
1: Uh, I listened to uh the cast, you know, uh, the Smodcast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, The reason I started listening to it is because I wanted to hear the origins of Tusk. And, okay. And that's the same episode that they have the best chocolate chip cookie of all time. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, go, they talk like for four hours about the best chocolate chip cookie he ever ate in his life. And I'm just like, I tried ordering it. It was like $25 for three cookies. I was like,
0: dude,
1: mm-hmm. mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Make that at my own house. had like
2: twenty of them, dude.
1: He's so he's so opulent. Him and Harley Quinn are just eating chocolates back in 2010 or something. Yeah. Jeez. Oh man. Anyway. (laughs) This has been
2: the What's Up with Kevin Smith
1: (laughs) Cast? Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: We love slash hate Kevin Smith Cast. No, I love the Kevin Smith man. He's he's hype. You know, he's hype about all this
2: stuff. Please have us on your show.
1: I know, right? (laughs) Plug plug. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Please can I be? part of if fat man like, on batman i'm fat too
2: if and I you like if you ever want to have a if you ever want a comic book made just let us know
1: please i'll draw okay. it for you i'm yeah. fat i'm a fat man and i love batman just 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 do it i can be with mark Bouchard and all those guys
2: yeah i know Hashtag stuff about stuff. Fat, fat. Hashtag Hashtag fat, fat. let's
1: make a movement <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's make it viral yeah he will listen to what we have to say our little fledgling pot podcast Oh man! So
2: we spent 20 minutes on Kevin Smith. Man. I know
1: <laughs> a good solid a chunk of 20. Right. Man, we should get paid for this, dude. Oh man! So how was your week?
2: Oh, it's been very uh weird. I've had I have the next seven or eight days off d- uh, due to the holidays and just saving up some part uh paid time off. Mm-hmm. So I'm just doing stuff around the house. Um. Putting buttons in for suspenders and failing on that. Awesome. You know, yeah. Really become really solidifying my hipster lifestyle. Dude. I even bought a beanie today. That's what's so, up. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. start wearing beanies. Just, uh, just
1: don't wear toques. You know what I'm saying? The difference. The toque. or it's like oh, super. The long beanie. Yeah. Uh-uh. That
2: is weird.
1: It's not a good look, man.
2: Yeah. And, and if I'm gonna be honest, the reason why I bought beanies is because of um, I watched the YouTube channel H3 H3 uh, uh, Productions, geez. and and Ethan Klein he wears like a beanie every episode, so I'm like, I want to be like him.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> He's <laughs> <Yeah>. my hero. <laughs> yeah.
2: So uh, and that brings up something that. I uh, was working on Friday. Mm-hmm. I watched a clip of his podcast, and he was talking about this thing called hashtag ElsaGate. Okay. H- have you heard about this? No. All right. So there's um, an issue going on with YouTube right now of demonetization. Right. And from what I gather, that this is a separate issue, but still somewhat connected, because a lot of these videos still are uh, monetized. Right. And what what it is is that these are videos that are, like, targeted towards kids, and they're very, in the content in them we'll just say is not kid appropriate, we'll Mm. just say. Okay. So, hence the word Elsa, like, you'll have, uh, the instance that I have with it is uh one of my friends, uh, kids. They're on YouTube and there's like a app for kids, YouTube kids app. Right. And then one of the first videos they saw was uh one of like Deadpool shooting himself in the face. What? Which is which is like something that is like a Okay, we get it. As adults, we're we're de- we know who Deadpool is, right? But uh, it's still it's that kind of like led me down the rabbit trail of like, oh, there's like other videos of like cartoons mm-hmm. and like all this other weird stuff. It seems to always be Elsa, Spider Man, or the Joker doing yeah. stuff. It's, and
1: uh, I, yeah, I, I believe it, man, because it's YouTube and Google for that matter are paying people in the corner to make desperate moves. You know what I mean? You're playing with people's money. So right. they're gonna do all the bad shenanigans they can for Google to rank them on YouTube, you know what I mean, and not demonetize their videos right so, so you may be playing like a House of a thousand corpses, but you're gonna label that bad boy, Elsa goes to space camp, you know right. what I mean and and make sure all your keywords and all your tags- re- reflect child uh not even child- not even child like like content, but like family friendly content you know what i mean
2: yeah
1: they search the highly ranking search terms on that search algorithm which are like you said elsa spider-man harley quinn you know what i'm saying like the joker and then it's something completely different I, i believe it man that's that's pretty nuts
2: yeah, and it's, it's always like – it's not just like a channel that does a few of these videos, a si- type of a gag. It's always like a channel that specifically does these type of videos and – or there's – I think there's been a few cases of like a channel that's been around for a few years and then they just delete all their old videos. Mm-hmm. And then they start releasing these weird Elsa ones and it's just a uh, uh, – it's, it's very weird. Yeah, so that was my weekend. <laughs> he fell like down. Reddit.
1: He fell down an Elsa hole. <laughs> yeah,
2: and there's like a Reddit uh thread for it or page hashtag Elsagate.
1: No, it's okay, man. Like one weekend, I fell down. I hit the Kwan hole, and that's this old dance that was new at the time. And I just watched a <laughs> bunch of hit hit the Kwan videos for like two three days straight. And my family started worrying about me because that's oh, all I, so. that's all I needed to do, you know.
2: Yeah. I'll do that a few times. Like I'll uh I'll go and you know what? I wanna listen to an Everclear song. Yeah. And then I'll just turn to a YouTube of like they're all all their songs sound the same. Right. But yeah, I uh yeah. That's for all you everclear fans out there.
1: No man, I fell down an apex twin hole where I just wanted to watch like Chris Cunningham videos. You ever yeah. seen those of like Rubber Johnny and widow Licker and Come to Daddy and all those weird, super strange videos? That this guy made back in like in the in the nineties and two thousands.
2: Okay, it, maybe I haven't seen. Them.
1: Yeah, it's super disturbing. I showed one to my friend at work earlier, he mm-hmm. just he didn't talk to me for like thirty minutes after I showed it to him. He was like, "Why?" I was like, "Cause you need to know."
2: You
1: know. Well, you need there to is
2: there is a YouTube video that has like sixty eight million views, and it's a guy who is undressing a baby doll. Okay. And- <laughs> And with like weird music playing in the background, and then it ends with him like shoving a syringe syringe into the plastic baby, and then yeah. it's very weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, the internet internet's filled with creepy pasta, man. You know, it's just yeah. weird stuff. Like my favorite is uh, is salad fingers. You know, you oh, so, watch... yeah, rusty spoons. Yeah, my I <laughs> like I love rusty spoons.
2: Yeah, now I could I could handle that. that that's... that. Uh that's, like, creepy pasta comedy. Yeah,
1: it's not the legit stuff that, that keeps you up at night, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like,
2: like, I think what we're seeing now, if I do, like, a big picture, like, there's the internet that your parents use, which mm-hmm. is just, like, Facebook and nothing else. Right. And there's uh, the internet that we use, which is, st- like, we, we are well-versed in the internet, most right. likely. And then you have, like, uh, the high school and under, which is like so it's even it's kind of foreign to me because like there's snapchat involved it's so weird yeah snapchat um no no owning any song whatsoever like there's no buying an album there's just listening to it on youtube yeah uh the whole album (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and if I have to hear that song Gucci Gang one more time, anyone no. listening to me, I am going to Come flip on. Out. We don't mention
1: we don't mention Gucci Mane on this podcast. Uh, he's been Wait, forbidden. It,
2: is that his name? Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gucci Gang. I think it's the same guy. I don't know. Okay. I'm not yeah. hip at all, man. The I one try. that says
2: like Gucci Gang like twenty different times.
1: Yeah, and all that's the song. That's that's yeah. lyrics. That's he's they're dropping bars. Oh, don't get me started on, on new age hip hop. And then there's the there's the creepy web with all the weird stuff, oh, yeah. all the weird shit. And then there's the dark web where all the do dirt stuff happens that nobody's supposed to know about.
2: Right, like you can buy crack with some Bitcoin. Yeah, man. Like...
1: like those are the ones that like like uh, secret agents use to like do backwater yeah. deals and stuff. We don't talk about that in air it. So, no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs>
1: I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Oh, no. man. Did anything else come up on your week besides uh, uh,
2: uh, suspenders? I, I bought Call of Duty.
1: I nice. bought Call of Duty
2: <laughs> uh, World War 2 I'm enjoying it so far. Good, man. Uh, it's definitely like, say you go to a restaurant and you order, like, uh, I would like the moldy cheese, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. And it's
2: like uh, you eat it, and then people go, like, this is disgusting. This is the... I, this is moldy cheese it's like well you ordered it yeah i don't know what,
1: you're what, what do you expect man yeah
2: same thing with call of duty like you're you're trying you're expecting a filet mignon game and yeah. what you're getting is like burger king
1: damn hamburger. yeah you go yeah. in knowing like man yeah this is not what i want but it's what i need it's yeah kind of ideals and I've been there before, man. Like, certain games I'll buy just on obligation. You know, <laughs> it's like I need to know how this version of it is.
2: Right. So, that was you know, yeah. the, your week, though.
1: Man, my week was super counterfragilistic. It's be, I won't finish that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Let me fly through my week real quick because I, I did a little bit of a lot. Uh, Still playing the Justice 2, which is mm-hmm. an, a constant. That's the same thing. It's like, oh man, I wish I had like this Italian pizza with garlic and some you know types <laughs> of good stuff, but I'm gonna order Papa John's instead. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's what injustice is at this point. Something I can just it's a it's a it's a creature comfort. You know what I mean? But it's in all this stuff. Um Played a bunch of that to get the uh, Justice League costumes for certain characters. I'm a I'm a completist, so I have to do all that stuff. Which is it's in my blood, dude. Um I also picked up Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh um, no. Which is
2: which, <laughs> oh.
1: which is good, man. I actually I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm,
2: right.
1: I don't really like Ubisoft like that, but
2: Uber cost. Uber well. cost. <laughs> it's yeah. funny
1: because I, I booted up the game and I'm like, it's either this or Marvel, and I'm not gonna buy Marvel, I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs>
2: right.
1: So I'm like, and people and five people that I respect the opinion of said it was good. So I just was like, "All right, it's on sale on yeah. on PlayStation Plus. Let me check it out." So I
2: feel like we need to root out these five people, uh, <laughs> like communist nineteen fifties red scare. What like, you
1: want to uh, you want to give them a Turing test to make sure they're human? Yeah,
2: like <laughs> I have never been nor was a, a
1: Ubisoft employee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you, like, you got to They got They got to they got yeah. to take the test from Blade Runner. You know, with the, red, with the red dot in your eye?
0: Oh, yes. And
1: if they're a freaking replicant, they just bust through a wall like like a, like the Kool-Aid man.
2: I'll send you a link to this video I saw about Assassin's Creed EA Origins. Oh, uh, EA By this Origins. guy named uh, Video Game Dunkey. Don't, pretty funny.
1: Don't get it twisted. Like, as soon as you boot up the game, they're like, spend money.
0: You want to buy oh, this really?
1: Egypt skin? I'm like, nah, man, I just want to play the game. I'll, <laughs> uh, if I want to do that later, I'll do that later. It is, like, so shoehorned in. It's like, you want to buy for the Egyptian pack and for the Cerebus pack. I'm like, I just started. Like, <laughs> let me play. I don't even know how to play. Yeah, I don't want the Anubis Unleashed Edition, you know? It's fine. I'll get there. But the game so far, it's fun. It's very... It almost feels like The Witcher. The Witcher 3. Oh. Which is a game I absolutely love.
2: Yeah, that was a good game.
1: You know, and it's like, very open world. It's not, doesn't feel hand-holdy just yet. And, you get to ride a camel. I'm very happy about that. Very yeah, happy about that.
2: Not enough camel riding in games. In games,
1: period. I'm like, where's right. all the camel riding? Dude. Hashtag camel riding.
2: Hashtag uh, Yeah, where are my camels at? Where are my
1: camels Tam- at? <laughs> where the tan camels at? No, I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh i was gonna go there i see you went there yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. great minds think alike man yes speaking of minds uh I, I started watching this uh netflix show called mind hunter yeah yo you know what i'm talking about
2: i yeah i binged watched that all
1: you, you yeah. finished it yeah Ooh, that show was good man That show was i pretty give good. it
2: i give it like uh 4.8 out of 5 stars, I don't do. I give 4 out of 5. I don't do points. Right. But uh, it's it's phenomenal, and it's I, I can't wait for more, but we have to wait two years.
1: Yeah, so pretty much what the show is about, it's about almost like the history of criminal psychology, almost. Sure. Like, it starts back in, what, the 60s or 70s?
2: I think it's the 70s.
1: Right? Because J. Edgar Hoover's already out. There, right. This is becoming the new age of the CIA slash FBI slash, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's really just a really intellectual breakdown or just almost a thinking piece on how the criminal mind works and how the mind works in general. And it's,
2: yeah.
1: it's very fascinating. It's, I'm really into it.
2: It's like each episode to me felt like it could have been its own movie sort of thing. Right. Of them interviewing the bad guys. And and it was done tastefully to the point of like, I I tried watching an episode of Early Criminal Minds. Right. And it's pretty much uh, B, BDSM porn. Oh, <laughs> no Jesus mind.
1: Christ. Oh no, man.
2: <laughs>
1: so, it's on ABC. Uh, How can that be?
2: Well, it's either that or like there's like a bunch of like a bunch of old women and men watch who are like enjoying watching these women getting captured, getting locked up in cages. Oh, and like, it's very weird. And, man. And, but mine does it tastefully.
1: Right. So <laughs> yeah. you're more, you're more like silence of the lambs than seven. Pretty much.
2: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could even handle seven, but criminal minds, they only have like 48 minutes. <laughs> Uh, plus commercial time to fit that all in. So, so they, they got to get to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah instead of like, yeah. It, yeah. So shout out to Criminal Minds. Shout out to Criminal Minds. Keep it
1: filthy. We love it. Yeah. And shout outs to Mind <laughs> Hunter. Definitely check it out, man. It's pretty interesting.
2: Yeah. One of the better original Netflix series to come out this year.
1: Right. Um, like speaking of Netflix series, I also marathoned The Punisher, which I really oh, wanted wow. to talk about. I've
2: yet to watch it yet.
1: Talk about feast or famine, huh? It's like all intellectual, and it's just Metallica and gun noises. Uh, I will say this: The Punisher is my second favorite Netflix outing so far, and yeah. But be- behind Daredevil season two, and is
2: it is that when the Punisher enters yes. Daredevil season two? Okay.
1: Uh, in the Punisher is really just—it's really a psychological drama more than just an action film. You know what I mean? It's more a deep dive into Frank Castle's neuroses and how he has to deal with it. And it's a, right. re- it's a very good commentary on... Uh, PTSD, i P- P- PTSD, um, how the government treats our veterans and how the veterans kind of deal with that. You know what I mean? Like, coming back home when there's no war. You know what I mean? How do you mentally recoup... And find a new normal, you know what I mean? And the show the show has something to say and I can tell just by its arrangement, and I think it kind of answers that question, but it also contradicts itself when you have Frank Castle blowing people away with a shotgun at point blank range. You know, so it's kind of a snake eating its own tail. The funny thing I found interesting about this show is that it has no ties to anything Marvel. You know what I'm saying? But besides, like, oh, okay. besides, like, Karen Page and other, uh, I would say Punisher characters, there's no linking of the universes. There's no mention of the, of the Avengers Tower or Thor or the incident. You know, it's that's very,
2: incident. that's interesting.
1: So yeah. it really wants to be its own thing, which I, which I can respect. And the Punisher always in comics has always been either, Depending on who's writing him, like Garth Anish wrote him to it's just him. It's just Frank. And he doesn't really interact with the other heroes. Or he's like in Civil War where Captain America is disgusted with him and all the other heroes think he's crazy. You know what I mean? So even with the Punisher, he's he's never just middle ground with the Marvel Universe. He's either completely outside of it or he's so knee deep into it that the other heroes are getting in his way. You know, mm-hmm. And he becomes a lot more... Less lethal when he has to share a screen with Spider Man or the Daredevil or
2: yeah, you have to tone him down a bit if you're gonna
1: <laughs> yeah take a
2: bit to those universes right.
1: You kind you, yeah. you, you very much have to tone him down. I remember when he was on the animated series, the Spider Man animated series. Yeah, he, he didn't even shoot bullets. He shot like laser pew pew guns. And he used <laughs> non lethal ordnance. and I'm like, I get it. You want to shoehorn Punisher in, but Man, don't neuter the guy. I mean, I get it, because even in that show, it was so heavily censored that Spider Man could even throw a punch. All he did was, th- <laughs> all he did was either shoot webs or wow. kick at people. He never punched anything, which is funny because they were really the uh, the board was really on them tough to make sure the show was PG, like super PG. Wow. So having characters like Blade and Morbius and the Punisher, it's like, uh, what?
2: Now, that would be something I would want to see, a crossover between the Punisher and Blade the Vampire <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: yeah. funny you say that. There's a comic that used to be out called Midnight Suns, and yeah. they were kind of like a macabre version of the Avengers. And the Midnight Suns consisted of Blade and Ghost Rider and the Punisher and All Doctor right. Strange and and I oh, think wait. the Living Mummy or something like that.
2: Con- wasn't a Constantine... In that? Group? Oh, you're
1: thinking of DC. He was in Justice oh, League yeah. Dark.
2: Yeah, I wait. I, I just hear the listeners shutting off. I know the difference oh. between Marvel and DC. <laughs> Ooh, this man. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. It's not a joke.
1: <laughs> I, I'm for real. Please. Listen to what I say. Yeah. Speaking of DC jokes, I got to see the Justice League this weekend.
2: <laughs> oh. Alright. Let let's talk about that right now. How All
1: right, let's, to... let's get into it
2: yeah what did you like about it <laughs> i like
1: i liked a lot about it man actually i liked the movie like i just legit liked it um which is funny because not a lot of people did and it's because and i totally get it this is an extremely flawed movie like <laughs> like like very flawed like like you said it's a it's a fillet mignon that's been that's been covered in ketchup Right. You know what I'm saying? And it has like frozen peas and uncooked hash browns on it. You know what I'm saying? It's just everything around it is toxic. But the heart of the movie is what I really love. Um, I love some of the character interactions. I don't want to spoil anything, because, especially if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah. And it's a fairly new movie, so I'm not going to spoil anything. But this, the truth be told, there's nothing really to spoil. You know what I mean? It's one of those. It's like Thor wow. Ragnarok. The same thing yeah. with Thor Ragnarok. There was nothing to spoil in Thor Ragnarok. You kinda knew what was gonna happen.
2: Right? Ragnarok was
1: gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, right. Ragnarok was going down. Whether, yeah. you, whether you thought it wasn't or not. But out of out of five, I'll give Justice Lee like a three. Three point five out of five.
2: Okay. So that's that's worth a watch, but you're not gonna buy it, sort of thing. No,
1: no, no, no. I wanna see it again, because yeah. I think I missed some stuff. But is it going to be part of my DVD collection? Nah, man. Maybe if they do like an Ultimate Edition.
2: Yeah, in the $5 bin. Right. Walmart. Okay.
1: If it comes on like uh, HBO one night on the free cable weekend, I'll record uh-huh. it. But Oh.
2: Okay. If they
1: have like some weird cut of the movie like they did with Batman vs. Superman, I'll buy that just to see the extra footage and stuff. Yeah. But this movie on its own does not merit any kind of accolade or prestigious viewing it's just it's meh I equate it to like an episode of Justice League Unlimited you know what I mean like the old cartoon
2: Yeah. in well, a good I, way I, I think what's going to be like it's going to be a common trend for DC because it's already happened a, like a few times already is that they're going to come out with the movie and then what the, I think what they normally do when they show a movie they have like a test audience right the test audience is not going to react the way they want So then they're going to cut it down and then release that, which makes it even worse. And then they'll release the extended edition, which will be the best
1: one. I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest enemy to a movie is not its sales. The biggest enemy to a movie is not its critics. It's not even its fans. It's its studio. Studios ruin more movies every year than anything a director, a DP, an actor could do. And it's because studio interference... Of people who don't know the the source material, people who don't respect the source material, make demands based on demographics and in in numbers. You know what I mean?
2: Right. It's and that's crazy. What I'm saying like once they get like a bad uh like a bad um, review, I guess from the test audience, mm-hmm. that's when they'll uh, that's when they go. We the the studio will come. We have to edit this to make this more. Appealing for the audience. Right. Yeah.
1: And that's why the the, the CEO of, of WB, Warner Brothers, is in hot water now. Because he was the guy who in, in enforced the solid two-hour time frame for this movie. He said he don't want it to be longer than two hours, no matter what. So make whatever edits you need to get it under two hours. And the movie literally came in like at an hour and 59 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Something cra- with credits.
2: Yeah, and you can't do that with... Uh... Uh, these type of movies where there's like a bunch of heroes in it. Exactly. You need to do at least two and a half.
1: And the thing is, it's like not even a bunch of heroes. It's a bunch of heroes that aren't developed in the major eye. Like in the justice league. I mean, in the Avengers film, um, Thor has been established. Cap has been established and Iron Man was established and Hulk was established for that matter. The only two people that you really had to introduce was, was Black Widow, which is actually already established in Iron Man two and really Hawkeye. That's it. But in the Justice League, you have to reestablish a new Batman because technically we didn't see a lot of him in BVS. You have to establish the Flash. You have to establish Aquaman and you have to establish Cyborg and also have a story. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way that's going to be possible and good in under two hours. Right. You know, each, each, each of those characters deserve their own standalone film. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's a shame that. This movie is a critical and box office failure because of studio interference. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's a
1: it's crazy it's to me. It's really yeah. bad, and I'm scared for DC, man. I don't know what they're gonna do. They got to do something.
2: Well, I just looked up, by the way, what I was talking about with uh, John Constantine. He was in a group called Justice League Dark.
1: Yeah, Justice League Dark. <laughs> what they need to do make that a do movie. Man, just <laughs> let me that...
2: give you. Let me give you the lineup john constantine yeah okay madam xanadu yep A uh, dead man
1: dead man yep uh
2: zatanna
1: zatanna the uh the the magician zatanna absolutely
2: right uh black orchid yep uh swamp thing
1: swamp things my man
2: and then frankenstein which i didn't know with a comic book
1: character. yeah fra- le- there's legit frankenstein in the dc universe dude
2: yeah, I, I clicked on the picture and it's him holding a gun. I'm like, yep, yeah, that's yeah, DC. He's for pretty 40. much
1: just Hellboy, dude. He's just <laughs> yeah. he's just Hellboy. So you know what? They were supposed to make a Justice League Dark film, but it was lined up for Guillermo del Toro to direct it. Of but course, he stepped out of it because he's been like in a directing slump or something, or he did it to do Shape of Water or something. But he was supposed yeah. to do uh, Justice League Dark, but it just fell through.
0: Oh
2: jeez. That's <laughs> how these
1: things go, man, you know. It's like It's
2: speaking about Hellboy. Uh just aside, uh did you know that they're making a, a new Hellboy? Yeah. They're rebooting the franchise?
1: Yeah, the uh the sheriff from Stranger Things is playing Hellboy.
2: Yeah, I found out by BuzzFeed uh picture article about yeah. him working out to be Hellboy.
1: <laughs> he's he's getting pretty loose, man. He's getting cut. Yeah. Nothing beats uh jk simmons getting cut for justice league just to be in it for like two seconds <laughs> jk simmons got ultra ripped like like stupid ripped he looked like master roshi from dragon ball right uh, we, just to be in the movie for two seconds <laughs> they, they start calling them jim gordon like like gym <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: there
1: you go it was dumb.
2: yeah but i agree with you dc is uh on a on a track to nowhere. There's too many chefs in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and it's also the market is already saturated with superhero movies. It's yeah. Kind of like, so here's a very ranch boy example. Uh, cows have four stomachs, from what I've heard. Right. And and so we've already they've already eaten the grass once, which is the Marvel movies. Right. And now we're supposed to eat it again with DC movies. So what's gonna be next? There, like a tale from the crypt?
1: <laughs> there could be only one, man.
2: Yeah,
1: I think there's enough room for both. You know what I'm saying? And
2: yeah.
1: This superhero genre is on its way out. Now, I hate to say that, but it is. Yeah. It's, it's been 10 years, right? Right. And some new hotness is going to come out. It always does. Some new action star-driven genre is going to create out of this. But they're never going to go away. It's like people oh, still no. make westerns. People still make... Found footage films, people still make love stories. It's just it's gonna be on a smaller scale, right? And Marvel's gonna keep doing what they're doing, and as long as DC gets some really talented people to take the reins, because they just seem so, it's like they're a rudderless ship right now. They don't know what to do. You know what I mean? They're scrambling.
2: They need to get bought by uh, Universal Studios. Ooh. <laughs> and into like well you have marvel and disney so how about universal cool. studios at dc
1: The dc is already owned by warner brothers man that's that's weird oh
2: well then warner brothers can open up their own <laughs> theme park.
1: <laughs> yeah it's called six flags
2: <laughs> oh oh this is this is writing itself right See? here six flags with the dc universe man th- know, I, yeah. i'm pretty sure i went on a ride out of six flags that was like evil superman
1: yeah, there's, there's the Superman ride, there's the Batman mm-hmm. ride, there's Riddler's Revenge, and God knows what's... I haven't been to a theme park in forever, but... Yeah, yeah. me
2: either. But yeah, okay, so they are taking my idea into See? consideration.
1: like, great minds think alike, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And on that note... That's why I
2: need to move to LA. Yeah, like, man. They, they need to hear my... They need to hear my ideas. Like, well, I'm not just some bum on the street yelling at executives. No, nah, just
1: stand outside the DC uh, headquarters and just scream with the bullhorn
2: yeah,
1: and say, these ones are free. And eventually, <laughs> like a year down the road, you'll see your idea. you are like, that's yeah. me.
2: Remember it, me? I, I submitted a script to Dark Horse when I was 12 years, <laughs> 15 or something like that. 12 or
1: 15. <laughs> well, my character was named Blood Horse. You, I know you remember Blood Horse. He was the best.
2: I don't remember he's half
1: he's half man half horse all blood what i just made blood that money.
2: up <laughs> okay that, that's
1: money Well,
2: yeah i didn't just google it right now yeah, don't, don't, don't google
1: <laughs> blood horse dude you'll probably find something gnarly don't do it you're, you're gonna find something in the dark web you don't want to see
2: there's a website called bloodhorse.com don't, don't right. click
1: don't click into it
2: okay uh yeah let's move on
1: <laughs> in, in all that note <laughs> let's go into the news all
2: right
1: all right first thing do,
2: do you have like music that you play when you're about to go on the news like i don't remember like do you have like uh, <groans> you know what
1: <laughs> it it, de- it sometimes it depends on how the flow of the conversation goes and there's a okay. pause i'll throw in like a news stinger you know what i'm saying yeah. i'm thinking of am gonna do it since you mentioned it i'm gonna throw it in this episode
2: Alright.
1: Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty jazzy. I think I'm gonna get a new stinger, maybe like the theme to Marvel vs. Capcom tune or something. I'm gonna take you for a real ride. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel, Marvel names its new editor in chief this week, which is big, which is a big shake up. Yeah. Uh yeah, man. Um the guy before I believe was Alon um Axel like Alonso. That. He was Marvel's editor for like eleven years, like fifteen years, pretty much, all through the Bendis stuff. Alex was there, you know what I mean, through the New Avengers, through Secret War, through Civil War. Uh, he's just always been there, and now this new guy, who's honestly, I follow this guy on Twitter. His name is, uh, CB.
2: Yeah, pronounce it. Here I can't. Go.
1: I can't pronounce. You do it for me. I can't pronounce it.
2: Cebulski,
1: Cebulski, I'm, yeah, yeah. He was a talent um, coordinator for Marvel for a very long time. So he was the guy. If you go to like a, if you're an up and coming artist and you go to like a convention, he would look at your your portfolio, give you tips. And so he, are you
2: saying you've done this? You've seen it?
1: I've done this, right. and I have seen it. He's and he's salt of the earth. Oh wow! You know, he gave me some. He gave me some hints and some tips on you know how to break into comics and. This is, could have happened to a better guy. He's he's one of those guys whose whose feet are on the ground. He's at the conventions. He travels all the way across the world to spread the gospel of Marvel. He goes to like China and Singapore a lot, you yeah. know, to, to grow the grow the brand recognition. And I'm curious to see what a what him running the show without a Bendis is going to be for Marvel. Like, what is that, you know? So. I'm very... Yeah,
2: it sounds interesting. I'm curious if uh he'll uh, they'll create a superhero for those particular markets, or oh, like yeah. they'll pick up uh, a superhero from those markets.
1: You know, or emphasize the ones that already exist. You know, like yeah, like Master of Kung Fu would be a cool like uh someone to bring back into the Marvel Universe. Heavy, you know what I mean? And they're always creating new characters, like Kamala Khan uh, with yeah, right. Miss Marvel. You know what I mean? Um, And one of my biggest things about diversity in comics is that if you're going to have a diverse character, don't piggyback off an existing character or change an existing character. Right. That's my biggest pet peeve. It bothers me. Weren't they going
2: to do that to Thor a while back?
1: Well, they did it to Thor. Now, Thor is now Jane Foster, who was a woman. So they changed, except for making a brand new female character, that has. they just made her Thor. You know what
0: I mean?
1: Kind of like Miles Morales uh being spider-man which is fine he's not peter parker you know what i'm saying he's his
2: own
1: he's his own thing and it's fine with me if you want to build a mantle or build a lineage of heroes i think one of the coolest things about dc comics is that most of the heroes have lineage like there's so many different flashes
2: or captain america or
1: captain america or even uh batman for that matter Has there's so many different batmans you know
2: yeah
1: it is none of them are bruce wayne their own character who took on the mantle of spider-man took on the mantle of the hulk for that matter new generations of heroes and i think that's cool but i don't like it when they just insert thing to try to go into another audience without without earning it you know what i mean
2: yeah and it's like and now that I think about it, it's probably extremely tough to uh try to build a market for a new character. Yeah. And get those comic books sold. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: I remember uh yeah. when they did it for Ri Williams, who was the new Iron Man. Uh they yeah. they changed her name to Ironheart so she could be her own character. Which I think is cool. Even though I thought yeah even though I hoped her name would be female, which you know, like F. E. you know <laughs> Yeah. That would be cool. But anyway, um
2: Iron it's Girl. Man. Iron
1: Girl. But, I, you know, I think I like I like the idea of man, of lineage and having a mantle, but I just think it needs to be earned. You know what I mean? It has to be worked toward. And just don't insert character here and have, like, one comic right. explaining it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But um, shout-outs to CB Sabuski, probably butchering his name. That's
2: so, that's so- Zabulski or something
1: like that? Yeah, man. He's he's the sweetest guy. He's pretty cool. Hopefully he has some good ideas and hires the right personnel to uh, bring back Marvel Comics, man, because they've been kind of floundering recently. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Speaking about bringing back characters, uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters adds three new characters to their roster. The game's coming out in February. I believe February 27th. I mean, that date may be wrong, but for all my Dragon Ball heads out there, they're adding Gotenks, Kid Buu, and Adult Gohan. Um, which is kind of like part of the duh meter. Like, these characters, of course, these characters are going to be in the
2: game. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? But at the same time, this game looks so beautiful, I just I just want to see other characters in this engine. You know what I mean? Like, I'm super excited to play as Gotenks. And I saw his... They did an actual video of his gameplay. And it just looks amazing, dude. They put... Uh, Arc System puts so much attention to detail into their models that it's it's just, it, as an anime fan, and as a, especially a Dragon Ball fan, it's something like you've wished for since you were a kid, you know what I mean? Seeing something with such high fidelity and, high, and at such detail and, and loving care, it's, it's, it's so cool. I can't wait for this game to come out.
2: All right, so um, is this the latest Dragon Ball Z game that's come out, or... Yeah, I, I've, I'm out of the loop with a lot of Dragon Ball Z stuff.
1: Oh, no, man. This is the latest game that comes out next year. There's Dragon Ball Xenoverse okay. 2 exists, but that's more of like a role-playing game, I think. It's like a it's like a MMORPG in a weird way. You create your own character and stuff like that. Or this is a straight-up okay. fighting game. This is like Guilty Gear uh, Street Fighter 2. Oh,
2: okay. okay. So that's it's cool.
1: Yeah, it's the first 2D-plane Dragon Ball fighting game since Ultimate Battle 22. And from my Dragon Ball heads who played that, know how horrible that game was on the PlayStation. You had to use a pro action replay to play it because it was an import. Oh, that yeah. takes me back. Yeah,
2: I, I re- that's what I was trying to remember. Like that, I remember <laughs> you know, like you had to put in like a CD. This was like PlayStation One. Yep. You had to put in like a CD first, mm-hmm. and then you had to like put like a spring on yep. the. Uh,
1: you had to uh, you had to feng shui that bastard to get it to work, yeah. man. Oh man, the Pro Action Replay was my best friend, because I was such a Dragon Ball mark back when I was a kid. I used to play Dragon Ball GT, Final Bout on that thing, <laughs> Dragon Ball Legends, Dragon Ball Ultimate Battle 22. I played a lot of imports, like uh, a lot of the writing games, you know, the sh- uh, hey, hey. the shmups. Oh man, that, that takes me back. Uh-huh. Good times, but yeah. Oh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, I'm, that's, one, that's a day one buy. For me, I got. To, I have to know. I got but to yeah. get online with it. I got to put my hands on it. You know, it's gonna be dope.
2: Now, have you been watching the the latest season of Dragon Ball, or like the most recent season? Yeah,
1: I'm following. About... I'm following Super. I'm following Super. Yeah. yeah. Are you following Super?
2: Well, I watched.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I watched a couple of minutes of it. It's like an episode where there's everyone turns into a zombie or something like that. Master Yoshi Master Yoshi's trying to look up a girl's skirt in the episode and I'm like, wait a minute.
1: That sounds I, like Master I, Roshi. That sounds like yeah. Master Roshi. Yeah, and
2: it, it was very it was very weird. It was like YouTube did like a twenty four seven stream yeah. of Dragon Ball Z and they're like, Well, maybe I don't need to watch this yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Super is weird, man. It's Right now, there's a lot of stuff going on. that's just people either absolutely love or absolutely hate. But with something this old and something with such a rabid fan base, there's nothing they could do that's right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like just be if either be a part of the ride or don't mess with it. You know what I'm saying? Like so. That's
2: true.
1: You know, so I, I'm digging it. I think it's funny. You know, I love I love seeing people get salty over cartoons on the internet. It's the best. <laughs> you know. It just, yeah, it makes me I smile. I just
2: ignore it now because it's like I have a, I have too many things out there that I'll I could be next. Give it, give me a couple of years. I yeah. could be the next one. They make fun of. Hey
1: man, I bring I bring it on. Like we are the masters of the nerdiverse, but yeah. I, I'm not the master of pop culture. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get shit wrong. You know that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And when this when this podcast gets to a point where we're having avid fans correct us on every. Single episode, I'm down for that, man. You know, as long as I don't say anything too egregious, you know what I'm saying? Like, that Goku was Batman's dad or something nuts. I don't think they're going to want to call for our heads
2: right.
1: too bad, but yeah, it happens.
2: Yeah. Or, like, if you mix up Constantine is in the Marvel Universe.
1: See? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to bring that up again, man.
2: <laughs> oh, it, it's like, I'm going to be... I'm going to be thinking about this all night
1: now. No, nah, man. I'm going to have to burn <laughs> the scarlet letter into your back or something. Yeah. I'm just A for anime. Learn it. Oh, that's too funny, man. Yeah.
2: Now, do you prefer the term anime or do you want us to go back to Japanimation?
1: I use Page I only use Japanimation to piss people off. Yeah. Especially people who are way too about it. Like, yeah, man. I was watching Azumanga Dial. You know that cool Japanimation? Like you're so old. I'm like, no, I'm just messing with you, man. You know, That's funny. don't you love Rob? No, one and a half. Like what? Yeah. Oh, man.
2: like watch Death Note now. Therefore, I am anime master.
1: <laughs> I've seen all 1,000 episodes of One Piece. I am anime god now. Don't talk. Oh, well, don't talk to sense. me or my son ever again. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. yeah. People trip me out, man. They get so upset. Like, they get so salty. And if you make little mistakes, you know, it's like, come on, man. Like,
2: so the thing that gets me is uh, what I'll do. I'll tell people that, hey, okay, I'm watching, uh, I'm going to watch and finish Hellthing. Hellsing. Hellsing? Yeah, Hellsing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll go, oh, well, then you're going to have to watch Black Butler next or something like that.
1: <laughs> they just slide you like, up.
2: <laughs> well, I'm like, A. What is a show that's called Black Butler that does not sound like an yeah. anime show? No, it's it anime, bro. Like, it sounds like a ripoff of the movie called The Butler. Yeah, but uh, but, uh and then the, they just start throwing out all these names of different anime shows. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch this.
1: No, yeah. man. People get excited. It's like, oh man, that just caught up to uh, My Hero Academia. What? Now you gotta watch. Uh, the Big O, and now you gotta go back, and you gotta fight. You gotta watch all the episodes of um, Attack on Titan. And once you finish those, I'm like, man, come on, dude.
2: Yeah,
1: anime, is, anime is not a, it's not an energy drink. It's a wine. You just gotta sip it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't guzzle it down. You know, you take. No, I want
2: to get my hands on some like Korean animation. Like, I want to see yeah. like some outside Japan.
1: Oh man, <laughs> you want like like a Super Troopers? You want like Afghan animation? You know, yeah. like, anime from uh, Afghanistan? That'd be dope.
2: Yes, like, I've seen animation from Russia, and they they don't know what they're doing. Nah, but... man.
1: It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's hard to animate when you're freezing, dude. Yeah. It's
2: cold. The jokes do not translate nah. over into America. Uh, man. And, and it doesn't have, like, the weird funniness that, like, a lot of Japanese animation does.
1: No, nah, man. Me. Yeah, <laughs> I just want like a Zangief anime, which is him going on wacky adventures with his two bears, and like the last boss is like Dalsum, and he gets KO'd by, I by F- FADC into Super. Uh, speaking of Super, uh, Superman actor Henry Henry Cavill is contracted to do one more film. Uh, he's saying that this Superman will definitely be more lighthearted and more down to his roots.
2: Uh, just give him the money just get let him go let him go
1: let him do it (laughs) honestly after watching justice league he's up there he's like one of my top supermans he does it and when they let him do it he does it you know what i mean minus all the facial hair crap which is so distracting oh so distracting because you know you know about that right like how he was contractually obligated not to shave his mustache
2: i did not know that yeah
1: so he was he was filming mission impossible six while they were doing reshoots for justice league right. and for the movie for mission impossible six he grew this giant like magnum pi mustache <laughs> for the movie and Warner brothers was like uh can you just shave that down for these quick scenes and you guys can just use prosthetics to put the beard back they're like hell no screw your movie Wow! He he's contractually obligated to keep this face fuss. You guys deal with it. So they spent a bunch of money digitally removing his his face, his flavor catcher from a bunch (laughs) of the scenes in Justice League. And it's very obvious. It's such bad CG. It's really, really obvious. And it's just like, oh, man, it's horrible.
2: That's sad. It's very sad. Yeah.
1: It's rough, but. I think I would like him to be in another movie. I would like there to be like a Man of Steel two. Or
2: kinda. why don't we do a uh, Superman? What's the what? What am I thinking of? Red Superman? Superman's a communist.
1: Oh, Superman yeah. Red Son. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be kind of heavy, man. <laughs> that'd be super heavy. Like I could see that. I could see them doing that like on an Elseworld, or even doing yeah. that like in the Supergirl uh uh CW show. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> But do a whole movie? Yeah. That would be. Are cool. you
2: the one person watching Supergirl right I, now?
1: I will watch it all, man.
2: <laughs> oh, I have no. to know. I well, have. You I, have to know.
1: I have to understand, dude. That's that's my biggest problem. Like I've watched all ten seasons of Smallville. I didn't want oh, to. I geez. really didn't. But it had to happen, man. Like I had to understand how bad it was, and. Don't get me wrong, like the CW shows are hit and miss. I'm gonna lay really? it to you like this: Supergirl's okay. Flash this season is garbage. Arrow this <laughs> season is good. Heroes is goofy, and that's just about it. This is fine, something to watch on Hulu. But, uh but yeah, that's true. But yeah, man, uh, I'm kind of hyped for Henry Cavill. He, they really let him be Superman in this movie, like the Superman I know, and not mm. this dark brooding. Supervillain, you know what I'm saying, but actually Superman. Oh.
2: Yeah, I think the Superman that I liked the most uh, was in a. Uh, it was in an animated movie. It was. Uh, what was it? It was the one that Batman, the killing. They made the killing joke into. A, no, it wasn't the killing joke. It, I think it was just called the Dark Knight. Oh, no, oh Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, something like that. It's where, like, Batman uh, beats up a guy who's, like, the leader of a gang, and then the gang starts following Batman. Yeah,
1: that's Batman Returns. The Dark Knight Returns. The Dark Knight Returns.
2: Yeah, yeah. The Frank Miller uh, comic. Right. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's Frank Miller.
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Batman has old, grizzled Batman has to fight Superman and and beat him and all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, and I like how Superman. There's like a nuke that goes off, and then Superman like absorbs it, but then he like sucks the energy from the. There's like a great scene where Superman like takes out all the life from around him, yeah, to to get back to normal. And it's Uh, like I didn't know a nuclear bomb could do that.
1: Yeah, man. This is this is Frank. This is Frank Miller. Yeah, he's like the Willy Wonka of like deconstructing superheroes. Whatever you want, man. Oh, man. Speaking of superheroes, the last bit of news is... I'll t- it seems like I talk about this game on every podcast, but I can't help it. Marvel um, Marvel's Capcom Infinite introduces three new characters. Uh The Winter Soldier, Black Widow, and the reintroduction of Venom. And they show off the gameplay for the game. And okay. the game just looks like a Flash... It's like a Flash game. And it... <laughs> It just looks, Venom looks good. Don't get me wrong, but just the the, the graphics engine they chose for this game is horrible, man. Just can't. It Reminds
2: me of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, right? Where, like, yeah,
1: the graphics they are better. Back a few years. Yeah, they stepped back a few years. Like, I just want the. I would buy the game if they just did a, a total aesthetic overhaul.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Even, that would be unprecedented, you know what I'm saying? But just do a complete aesthetic overhaul. And just make the game look different. You know what I mean? Just, just just, do it. Nobody likes it. You know? But apparently it's like the one of the best play Marvel games ever. Which is why I'm always so compelled to play it. Because I want to yeah. be able to play the good fighting game. But I don't know.
2: I, pr- I predict there's like several... Like youth centers out there going, what game can we buy that youth can play that doesn't have any viol- like bloody violence in it? That's one of them. <laughs> yep. It was like yeah, let's buy a million copies of that.
1: Oh yeah, because <laughs> it's it's not really that violent. It's yeah. cartoon violence. If you're gonna if you're gonna show your youth center the Avengers, you might as well show them this game.
0: You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're
1: not gonna see anything crazy. There isn't anything overly satanic unless you just want to go into like Ghost Rider. But even he is not that bad. <laughs> no uh and the game is very family friendly and all that it's just that even with these three new characters just really quick uh winter soldier looks fine he shoots guns uh black widow looks fine she shoots guns and then there's venom who looks great you know in action <laughs> so i'm just like nah i'm holding my hands out with money in my hands like thrill me and they haven't mm-hmm. done anything to do that yet so
2: And I never like it when people, and they introduce in fighting games, people that shoot guns. Yeah. (laughs) Because it doesn't make sense to me.
1: Because anybody can win a fight when they just got a gun in their hand, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Like, I can handle, like, uh, Leatherface being in Mortal Kombat, and he's, like, hitting you multiple times with a chainsaw, and you still don't, like, explode or something like that. Right. But uh, it's, like, you gotta draw the line somewhere. (laughs)
1: and especially when you already have like five other characters that have guns you know like gamora uses guns bang bang uh chris renfield uses guns uh there's there's a couple of other characters in the game it's almost like five or six characters that that are gun-based combatants it's like switch it up you know what i mean like mix it up we don't need black widow and the winter soldier in the game they pretty much are the same character in regards to their skill set you know what i mean
2: just... Yeah. Another thing is why are the, all Marvel characters right now? Because Marvel's Whoa. the one
1: fronting the money.
2: Oh Capcom
1: yeah. is broke, man. Capcom's been broke. Marvel's fronting the money. That's why I if I had to choose between Winter Soldier and Black Widow to be in the game, I would choose Black yeah. Widow. Uh because it's it's diversity.
2: Yeah.
1: And she's a better known character and I think she could have a more interesting moveset if you mix them together. You know yeah. what I mean, but you don't need both of those characters. It's like having Ryu and Ken, you know what I mean. Even though
0: right. people are gonna yell That's at
1: true. me because like, "No, Ryu and Ken are completely different fighters." So I'm like, yeah, but you don't need two shotos You know what I mean? It's like, especially when you're when you're trying to diversify the roster.
2: Exactly. You know?
1: So I'm just like, come on, guys, come on, Marvel, get it together. That could have been a hundred other characters. You know what I mean? But yeah, say love
2: But they really need to add is Howard the Duck.
1: Howard the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck would be in a giant mech, whereas it has a duck bill face like Gurren Lagann. Yeah, you have a giant, well, c- you have a giant cigar out of his mouth. It would be dope.
2: Well, I see. I can see because uh, it looked like you can do like team combat in the game. Right. You you would have uh, Howard the Duck uh, out of mech, then the mech being the other person, and then they could do have the superpower together and like they. Both like join forces or whatever. They could do a, a cool cutscene. Yeah, <laughs> I man. I really want to see like Howard the Duck like laying an egg and then throwing it at the other player.
1: Man, uh, Howard the Duck's a male a male duck, man. He can't lay eggs.
2: Well, that could be the joke. He's like,
1: where'd this uh, come from?
2: Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Jeez, that'd yeah. be dope.
1: I want him and like She-Hulk to be detectives in like a gumshoe animated series.
2: That would blow my mind away.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: who else? Who else to like? I remember having like a She-Hulk comic back when like my my parents like got me like five comic books for my birthday. Right. It was like She-Hulk. She doesn't. Her. She doesn't turn into Hulk because of anger. She turns into Hulk because she's sad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh <laughs>
1: okay. Geez. Okay. Sounds... Let's go
2: to the Punisher now.
1: Yeah. Moving <laughs> yeah. on.
2: Let's go to the Punisher with his ponytail that yeah. looks
1: like Steven Seagal. Oh, jeez. you talking about like Punisher
2: 2099. Yeah.
1: Uh, like, yikes. Yeah. Right, I have to run away from Punisher 2099 because he, he, he overall frightens me. Oh, man. Good news. Good news. Perfect. So we're going to go into our questions. And as always, if you'd like to ask a question to me, to Winter, to the ghost of Abraham Lincoln... Yeah, he's here. He's a, he's a little salty, but we'll get him. We'll get him where he needs to be. Um, you can send those questions to masters of the nerdiversecast at gmail.com. That is masters of the nerdiversecast at gmail.com. Send me a question; I'll answer it. All
2: right, all right,
0: all right.
1: All right, all right, all right. If you, you send a question; you'll be a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! First question: If you had to choose a favorite voice actor, who would it be?
2: Oh, Mark Hamill.
1: Hands down. Oh, ah, you know what? I was going to say Mark Hamill because his Joker is, like, epic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Andy had a really good Green Goblin on um, Spider-Man animated series. No, Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Okay, there you go. He played Hobgoblin. Yeah, man. Hands down, Mark Hamill. So yeah. out of between Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, you'll, you'll still pick Mark Hamill? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Kevin Conroy doesn't do other things than Batman. You know what I'm right. saying?
2: Well, like, I also, I like Peter Weller's Batman in yeah. uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Right. So, uh, I can't get wrong with that. Peter Weller. Robocop. To, yeah. Yeah. Robocop and also professor of Roman architecture in Oxford. Did you know that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? No, he isn't. Shut up.
2: Yeah. Peter Weller. After after his career did go so well, uh, he he went to he went back to college and now he had like a degree in like ancient architecture or ancient Roman history. See,
1: I'm gonna and make he host, Yeah,
2: he hosted a whole show about like Roman history and uh, like how they built the roads. And I remember <laughs> like this is what? Robocop. Why the why is he here? <laughs> no,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm a tell the lore right now. After he finished building Robocop, Doc yeah. Brown in the time machine says, "Peter, we have to do something about your kids." He threw him in the time machine and dropped him off in ancient Rome for <laughs> ten years, where he lived, he loved, and he fought for ancient Rome. He sends yeah. him back to the future to where, since he's so knowledgeable about Rome, he just became a professor.
2: Yeah, of We can make that into Bonsai Buckaroo 2 or something like that.
1: Don't get me started (laughs) on Buckaroo Bonsai, dude. Okay, Buckaroo. Buckaroo. Alright. All
2: right. Masaka. uh, Voice actor. So, uh, Mark Hamill. Good. uh, If I needed to pick any more, it would be Peter Weller. uh, The guy who did, like, Looney Tunes, (laughs) Mel Blank. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Mel Blank. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then... uh, I don't know. I used to like Family Guy, so maybe Seth, Seth MacFarlane. I've met that
1: guy yeah. before. He's all right. He's he's pretty good. His entourage. Oh,
2: his, Mr. Big Shot. Oh, no, I was at the Hollywood
1: Bowl <laughs> going to see John Williams, and I'm going yeah. to the bathroom, and like, who's in front of me but Seth MacFarlane trying to use the bathroom?
2: Yeah. So
1: I chewed the fat with him for like two seconds, and he went and handled his biz and broke out with his entourage. It was yeah. interesting.
2: I'm gonna uh, steal all your jokes. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he just clicks me over my head and steals all my jokes.
2: Yeah. Bastard.
1: Uh if I had to pick a voice actor, it'd be Johnny Unbosh. And he's well known in the anime circles, um, as a as a big voice actor. He does the voice of uh one of my favorite characters of all time, Vasha Stampede, uh, from Trigun, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite animes. He also did the voice of Kurosaki Ichigo from Bleach, which is oh, another okay. He did um, Jonathan Joestar in Jozo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, and he was also the voice of Nero from Devil May Cry 4. So it was just... back
2: to this Devil May Cry stuff. Huh? That's,
1: he's, that's why I like him, man. He's, <laughs> he's batting he's batting 800 for me, man. He's just one of my favorite <laughs> voice actors. Outside of that, I really like... Uh, uh, you mentioned the guy who did the voices of Ren and Stimpy. I, f- I forget his name.
2: Oh. Yeah, I know who you're talking. You know, about I'm talking him.
1: about he. Does, he does a ton of voices, dude. He's all yeah. over the place, and I like Cree Summers. Cree Summers is. He does a lot of voices. She did the voice of um, voices from Rugrats. She did some voices in Teen Titans. Right. Uh,
0: she
1: was. She did. Um, she's. I think she's number three. And um, Kids Next Door. She's like a really cool African American voice actress. And she's like one of my favorites. Oh man. Next question. What. What qualifies, uh, what qualities do you think make a good video game?
2: All right, you can go. You can start with this. Okay. I need to think about.
1: Yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah. It's very simple. You want to make a good video game. There's certain qualities that you have to abide by. Uh, one of them, solid gameplay. The game has to be fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you have to pick it up and immediately not be tripping over the gameplay. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's so many games where you turn it on. And it's so awkward, you just turn it back off because it just doesn't feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Uh, also, uh, a compelling story is always good. Sometimes that can save your game. You know what I mean? That's like, true. like, uh, a lot of the eco games, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, The Last Guardian, the gameplay isn't stellar. You know, you're not doing all types of sick combos and getting scores, but the game, but the story is so compelling that it just draws you in. Right. You know? You know what I mean? And lastly would be a fresh aesthetic. Does it look cool? You know what I mean? Like one of the reasons I bought Borderlands because it was this weird shell-shaded first-person shooter. I've never saw anything like it before. You know what I mean? So I was just like, I gotta pick this up. Or like Guilty Gear, which is this sharp anime 3D kind of aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, It just was like, man, this looks like nothing I've ever played before, man. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the list goes on and on, and just as long as your game looks fresh and catches the eye, you will get that early adapter. And with good gameplay and a compelling story, you can't go wrong.
2: Okay. Um, so the qualities I have for a good game or not, uh, the first one would be uh, the game has to be able to be played by someone in, um, who is a beginner gamer. Yeah. And also an expert gamer and they can still both have a good time. For instance, uh, like Mario would be a good example. Yeah. Or like this new one where there's like several different ways of getting to the end of the level. Right. Um, you can go super, super, uh, like intricate uh, ways so that you can get everything you, everything in the map. Um, so yeah, that would be one way. And I guess that could also be summed up with like, uh, linear or non-linear style play similar to like grand theft auto five right or like grand theft auto in general another instance would be replay value yeah Uh, yeah that's a big one yeah that's a huge one because now okay so you've beaten the main storyline now what do you do Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of games they don't have a good answer for it (laughs) right just say repeat the same level (laughs) right uh um what they could do instead is, well, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: it's it's an obstacle. It's an obstacle, man. You know. Yeah.
2: But connected with this, I guess I'll make this my third one is, um. So connected with the replay would be, uh, you have to have like on point your multiplayer.
1: Mm, okay. Uh,
2: yeah. Because once the game is over, and you ask that question, okay, what do I do with this game? that is sixty dollars, you gotta have like uh you have to add the have the added value of like, well there's a whole other side to this game right that is actually going to be around a lot longer mm-hmm. than the actual storyline. Yeah. Like once one like the storyline is just gonna be gone in about a couple of months. Like oh. people are not gonna care about the I don't
1: know. Exactly. Yeah. That's the yeah. case, you know?
2: Yeah. So then multiplayer is going to be the thing that they still add DLCs to all this other stuff. So you got to have a good multiplayer and a game that kind of hits like all those buttons somewhat is like I said, um, well, I guess they don't all hit it, but on the top of my head for like good replay value and good multiplayer is a game called rocket league. I don't know if you, yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, mostly i I like games like that because they always like have like at the end of the tunnel like you can get paid tournament money if mm-hmm. you win the tournament, and that's the type of stuff that makes me go like, oh, I gotta train,
1: yeah, you gotta get yeah. active man,
2: yeah, well, not active it is a video game, well, as active <laughs> as
1: you can right
2: <laughs> yes yes, uh, my fingers do the working out
1: it's <laughs> so, all about hey. nothing wrong with muscle memory, man, I'm a musician. Uh, yeah. by recreation, and I, don't I wondered like...
2: that. Yeah, you're a musician. Yeah,
1: I'm. A, I'm a bassist, man. So it's like, yeah. Uh, muscle memory is your friend. You know what I mean? It's, and it just tacks right onto uh multiplayer games. My forte is fighting games, and like right. he, like you mentioned earlier, the campaign's only gonna last so long. Yeah, you know what I mean, and you need that replayability playability to keep you engaged in the game. You know what I mean? And that's where a good fighting system comes in or a good multiplayer, or a good maps, right. uh, incentives to continue. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like a game like Overwatch where the the story is buried in the lore, right? Yeah. But the game is so damn fun to play that you're constantly drawn back with new character designs, uh, new new loadouts, new, uh, new maps, uh, new ways to play. It just keeps you engaged. It's it's almost for me one of my favorite multiplayer's of the year just because it's, it keeps it keeps you wanting to play. It keep, it stays fresh. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I actually have Overwatch, but I've had to uninstall it due to uh, my anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so. I have to ask who who did you main?
2: Oh, Roadhog. Oh,
1: sick dude. That's what's up, man. I was uh, as long as you're not a Hanzo main. <laughs> oh no.
2: No, like no, Roadhog like if you if you looked at like how many hours I played all the other players, there would be like two, six hours. I've had the game for like six months. Right. But then Roadhog would be like twenty eight, twenty nine yeah, hours. Yeah, that was me. You'd yeah. yeah. be
1: like it'll be like McCree here, Zendata, Zendata uh, here, but then like my Zarya's, is like at twenty nine hours, you know. That's yeah. my yeah. She's my she's protector of Russian skies. Sorry, it's my babe. That's Bay right there.
2: Yeah. Oh. but I I had to get out of that game because I was turning into like a like I was playing it nonstop and then uh. losing friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus, you were going down the hole, man. You were yeah. You're on your road to the top and losing friends. We're How are we fast. ever going
2: to get to BlizzCon this way? You got to do
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're not picking up that, uh, you're not picking up that Lucio. We right. need you to start picking up that Lucio. We're going to kick you off the team. He's like, but man, we went to elementary school together. Doesn't matter.
2: Right.
1: He's like, oh, snap. Oh, jeez.
2: I'll, I'll save that story for another time. That's I, okay. There is definitely an Overwatch story behind oh, this. Oh,
1: jeez. Yeah. There's no love lost.
2: No.
1: Oh, uh, last question. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever wanted to own?
2: Um. Well, right now, I'm I'm in the like I'm wanting to own a tobacco pipe. (laughs) I don't know if that's too weird or that's not weird at all. But it's like I, it's like I'll be sitting in my house and I'll go. You know, it would be really cool if I learned how to smoke a tobacco pipe. But then (laughs) I was like, but then if you like, if you like research, it's like, uh, there. (laughs) There's either a lot of people going, yeah, tobacco pipe, smoking tobacco out of a pipe doesn't do anything to your health. <laughs> you're all good to go. Or then you cut to the doctors going, yeah, it's about the equivalent of you smoking a pack of cigarettes.
1: Yeah, you're slowly <laughs> killing yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So then I go, well, why don't I get a vape pin in the shape of tobacco pipe? Yeah. And it's like, well, have you ever heard about water crystals in your lungs? I'm like, never heard of that. Don't want to know what don't it
1: wanna, is. Yeah, don't, don't scare me, man. Like, <laughs> uh, don't go on WebMD. Like, I, my company that I work for for my day to day just acquired WebMD. And it's like, yeah, don't. If you're a hypo- hypochondriac, just steer clear of that website, man.
2: It doesn't feel well, WebMD. You're going to die tomorrow. You're going to die.
1: <laughs> man, I got a headache. You have a brain tumor. What? <laughs> I have so to go far, to the doctor now. Seek medical
2: attention ASAP.
1: Yeah, and the, it's like you cut your finger. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. I have something that's a bit weird, but I have to explain it. So, if I had to pick a weird thing that I want, is what I want is a uh, industrial light magic, uh, Stan Winston level uh, Velociraptor to sit on the groom's side from when I get married. This is what I want. Nothing wrong with that. So, when it's like, I just want it there. And I want like when the when I'm about to marry my future wifey or whatever in uh-huh. and, and the and the Who's
2: pa- a listener to this podcast.
1: Oh, thank you for putting that out there for me. Hopefully <laughs> she's listening. She's like, I'll take your raptor. Uh and when when the when the priests or uh, when the pastor says, Is there any you know objections, I want the raptor to roar. And I want people to laugh and have a good time. And I want it to be the uh <laughs> I want it to have a top hat, a monocle and a little tie. Yeah.
2: And
1: I want it to like do little things when I like when we're throwing rice and stuff I just want it in the audience that's all I want like
2: so what? you picture this raptor as like the R2D2 or Chewbacca yes situation. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes 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 okay. yes
1: it's like you know like there's a ceremony at the end of like of uh, a new hope and they're all getting yeah. their neck their, mel- their necklaces and shit and yeah. you see Chewbacca do the roar at the end and the super hype high- that's yeah. what I want oh raptor oh that, that raptor
2: to end credits, and, and then out. we'll just
1: put them in the garage and take them out on special occasions. And
2: <laughs>
1: be the house raptor, all right. that's all I want. Like, my future wifey can arrange whatever she wants for the wedding. I don't care, I will wear okay. whatever. I just want okay. my raptor. I just want my raptor.
2: You've heard it here, first lady. You'll wear whatever you want,
1: whatever you wedding. like. I don't care. Yeah. As long as I have my like, a, my animatronic raptor in the in the seats, I'm
2: so good it to could go. even be like Jumanji, Robin Williams. <laughs>
1: what year is this? I don't care. Yeah. I'm down. If we want to go out to like Lord of the Rings and I'm dressed like you know King Arathorn, I'm, I'm
2: yeah.
1: fine. I don't care. Is the raptor there. Yeah. Okay, we're good. We in there? Oh, yeah. that's so dumb. We're, we've I've automatically lost like half half percentage of my listeners on that one. I don't care. This is me. This is so this is
2: weddings me. are for for when dumb things should happen. Exactly because I mean, it's only like, going to
1: happen once.
2: Yeah, right? so it's like let's release a bunch of doves and <laughs> not like pay attention to the fact that they might all die by the end of the next week. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so, just feed them feed them right so they'll explode. Yeah. We don't have to worry yeah. about that. We're already in the yeah. car. You know. Oh, jeez. Uh Winter, what are you looking forward to next week?
2: I'm looking forward to playing some Call of Duty World War 2 still. Call of and, Duty. Yeah, and I'm slowly getting back on track with updating all my social media stuff and Good. Uh, it's it's kind of like um trying to get this engine up and running again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For all those people out there who want to do stuff online, may it be art, may it be video, may it be cooking, may it be podcasting, having a strong social media, uh, um, a strong social media presence is important. So remember to post often, at least three times a week. Make sure that all of your keywords and all of your uh, tags are based on a particular demographic, and don't be afraid to spend a little money on what you want to do because the more people that are going to see your project – the more eyes you're going to get on it and hopefully the more subscribers you're going to get. So just a little pro tip from Mike G. You want to stay on top of your social media uh, marketing and you always want to stay on top of your SEO optimization, important things.
2: things. Yeah. And I also hope to get back. I am a script writer as a passion sort of thing. Like I write scripts right? and uh, I want to, I've been toying with one for like the last couple of years um, that I want to actually update and get back out there submitting. So
1: Hey, man. Just, it, you know? There's nothing to it but to do it, man. All they can say is no. Definitely throw exactly. it out there.
2: See and what sticks. I just call them trash online, and then we move
1: on. <laughs> you just flame them online
2: yeah. and you
1: move on to the next.
2: I heard he was friends with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> lo, 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 lo. What?
1: That's rough, dude.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry, Addy. <laughs>
2: I I I made a meme today. <laughs> that, okay, this is how
1: we're gonna. Oh I
2: still I need to plug in. I need to plug something. Okay. So, uh. Don't well, get uncomfortable. No, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay.
1: Go for it, and then I'm gonna do my closing. Okay. And okay. Then I'm gonna do whatever. Go for it.
2: So I've created a new uh, page on Facebook called Trash Monk Memes 3000, <laughs> which is an outlet for me to make memes that I really enjoy. So then, <laughs> okay. so, so then I made a meme that's a picture of Darth Vader going. Um, uh, I'm sorry that I blew up your planet. I was doing in- I was an um, inappropriate drunk misconduct, and I'm gay. That's the thing that, so the background to this is that when the allegations of what Kevin Spacey did came out, he made an apology that was verbatim what I just quoted <laughs> onto the meme, Right. that uh, he, he, like, he was trying to, like, uh, shift the vision that he, like, he was trying to shift what the story was by him coming out as gay mm-hmm. so the meme is like darth vader's trying to do the same Jeez. Thing. <laughs> and that's... i thought that was hilarious but man. people <laughs> it's a little too late a lot of people don't get it no so... man
1: you know that's a 24 hour uh news 24 hour news cycle man you like what's yeah. what's funny is is that the like the lbgt community were not feeling that man they were like whatever man like Right, you coming out has nothing to do with what you've done. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not going to embrace right. you, which which is which is right, man. Forget that guy, dude. He's a scumbag. Yeah. You know, and I love The Usual Suspects. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Right, but I've learned that you have to separate the act, the artist from the art. You know what I'm right. saying? Otherwise, you'll be miserable. Like, ugh. But yeah, definitely shout outs to your meme channel. He, you, Can you, I
2: you, describe another meme? Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, knock,
1: okay. knock yourself out, man. Go for okay.
2: it. because since you said the word scumbag, you triggered like one of the things, one of the first memes I made. So uh, the wording is Louis C.K. did what? Dot, dot, dot. What a scumbag! And it's a picture of Bill Cosby doing this. <laughs> oh Jesus! <geez. laughs>
1: Bill, don't go after Bill, man. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill's no. been through enough. <laughs>
2: I I still have the books that I bought of his when I was a child. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: Fat Albert.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, I'm talking about fatherhood. He had a book called Fatherhood out. Oh, yikes! And I was reading that.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, man, you're on your you're on, you're on the path of becoming a meme lord. You know, what I'm saying. I'll do it. He said, yeah. I'll do it." Oh man, my week. Uh, looking forward to playing more Assassin's Creed Origins kind of hopefully that game doesn't disappoint me uh definitely looking forward to finishing mindhunter gotta finish that gotta finish that right. i may go see justice league again sometime this week um, just to refresh myself and uh still fight the feeling of buying marvel so just not gonna do it but it's, it's like an addiction you know it just keeps coming back that's oh, true yeah man gotta love it good show Good show. Good show. Loving it. Till next time. So let everybody know where they can find you, Winter.
2: Uh, Find me on Instagram at Winter, capital I, capital I, capital I. Follow me on Twitter. And you can actually go to my website, wintersturtevent.com. That's S-T-U-R-T-E-A-V-N-T. But if you just type in my name in Google, you'll find me. There's not a lot of Winters running around. Do it. Do
1: it. Come on. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Uh, good times as as for me you can always find me on twitter that is at m nerdiverse that's at n in at m n nerdiverse spelled out and you can always find us on itunes stitchers Spreakers, soundcloud youtube uh the uh cybertron we're, we're there you know Soundwave hooks us up mm-hmm. and um this was i'm happy to have you back on the show man it's 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 becoming a pleasure, to you know, to be able to just no talk about this stuff and kind of let down the old hair. And I'm going to end the show with a quote from the from the immortal George Costanza. It's not a lie if you believe it. There you go. That's the worst advice I can give anyone.
2: That I like it. But I it's like true.
1: It. But it's true. Uh. Of course, this is.
2: (laughs) I love Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld.
1: We're gonna have we're gonna need a Seinfeld cast one of these days because I can talk Seinfeld for hours. Oh man! But of course, I have been your host, Mike G, and I will always ask you to go that one step beyond.